Downloads of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Parsons Radio! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Cat. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Craighead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? Raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. Oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid. It's childish. And I would never do that to you. Lower East Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hand. I take care of feral cats. There's a meatball. It's in the house. Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller. I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you back to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I got to shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I it's truly can't two. tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you know what they say about the fittest? We are adjusting some levels here, live on the air. This is how we do it. It's DIY Radio, baby. We are on the internet. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host, Colby Smith, for this edition of Young Persons Radio, the Sunday morning comedy program right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And we will be on the air for one hour until 11 a.m., at which point we are followed by the return of Point of Order, a sports show. And I'm sure they'll be here uh, just talking all all your March Madness questions. How to how to get that bracket in shape? Has the deadline for brackets already passed? I don't I don't follow college basketball. This has been a major point of contention between me and uh, the listeners. Is that uh, everyone's calling up, wanting my takes on this year's uh, March Madness bracket, and I got nothing for you guys. I got nothing for you. But point of order, we'll have. Some takes, I'm sure, at 11 o'clock, at which point their show ends and we are followed at noon by the Brooklyn Conversation and then at 1 p.m. by Objection to the Rule, the Radio Free Brooklyn answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. And we have talk shows, some live, some pre-recorded, every hour on the hour until 11 p.m. tonight. So do not touch that dial. Keep that the web player open every hour today as you do your, like, Sunday cleaning uh, or whatever. And if at any point that you like 
What you hear and want to learn how to get involved with the station any way that you can, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to figure out how you can give monetarily or otherwise. And if you want to sponsor this show in particular, which helps us keep some of the administrative costs down of keeping this thing going, you can go to RFB.NYC slash YPR and click the link at the bottom of the page that says sponsor this show. That's RFB.NYC slash YPR. And while you're uh, checking out Radio Free Brooklyn on the web, you might as well sign up for our newsletter, which is the best way, <laughs> which is the best way to uh, keep in touch with all the all the exciting things me and the other hosts have for you here at uh, the station, including our, our several ongoing live event series, such as the last Mondays of every month at the Footlight in Ridgewood and first Thursdays at the Well in Bushwick, right off the Montrose stop. That's our, our monthly music showcase, uh, and our April 5th edition of RFB Presents First Thursdays of the Well brings you three three different takes on the exciting and exploding music scene that is currently taking place in Brooklyn. The post-punk rock of Even Twice will kick off the evening, and Streep Throat will follow. And it says, they're a band that's not afraid to leave it all on the stage. I'm going to bring you. I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to bring you on for this. Can you think of a band that was afraid to leave it all on the stage? Oh yeah. Who? You too. <laughs> Cowards. <laughs> Always so scared. That's Juliet Prather. We'll be talking to her in a little bit. <laughs> in the meantime, we got even twice Streep Throat, and closing out the evening will be Voreen in all their deviant glory as they mix old favorites with new material from their upcoming release. That's doors at 8 p.m. and music starts at 8:30. Tickets are $8 when purchased in advance and $10 at the door, so get those tickets early. You can do that at rfb.nyc slash tickets, and that is Thursday, April 5th at The Well, which is 272 Bezerol Street, uh, just off the Montrose L here in, in Bushwick. Now, my guest today is an improviser, comedian who hails from Austin, Texas. Woo. She is one of the co-hosts of SUP. A weekly open mic for female, queer, and gender nonconforming voices, which takes place every Tuesday at 8 p.m. at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens. And last night, The Sup Show had the second of its bi-monthly showcase series at Caveat on the Lower East Side, which featured a ton of great folks like Aaron Jackson, Aparna Nanchurla, and so many more. You've heard her voice already, but here she is, Juliet Prather! Ooh, what's up? I am so glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm here. Thank Especially you. after uh, what I'm sure was just a dynamite evening. Just a ruckus night. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a few glasses of white wine. Oh. Yeah. House white from Caveat. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's the good stuff. <laughs> oh, wait. Honestly, it must be a Riesling. It must be a what? A Riesling. What is that? What? It's a wine. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's a I don't sweet know wine. wine. Okay. I know because I'm a brunch server. Oh, uh, I see. I see. So I, I got to okay. know my wines for, okay. the, for the mamas. Would you anyway know your wine if not for your profession? Are you no. a wino? No way. <laughs> I'm pretty bad at it, even though I need to know it. <laughs> yeah. You see the movie Sideways? You ever seen that movie? Is it Pixar? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Paul Giamatti. Oh, and I Thomas love Hayden Church. Paul Giamatti. Me too, me too. But You're watching I, Billions? I hate him in his movies because of his characters. Uh, okay. But that's why I respect him. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I think I have seen Sideways, actually, on TV with my parents, mm -hmm. where he spits out wine a lot. Yeah. Or he's a wine. He's tasting wine. Yeah, yeah he's God, a wine guy. Such an 
past. Yeah. If I may say. Oh, totally. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's just this whole thing. It's, this was a movie that was very, it was made very often in the, in the aughts, I think, where it's just like, can this grump find love? And they do. They always do. And the woman is always way more beautiful than he is. Oh, yeah. And she like never fully likes him. She's just like, yeah. well, I'm around now. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> right, I guess this is romance. Yeah, I relate, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but the show was good. The show was good last night. Oh, it was he- so good. I was about to say, heck, heck of good. You're nice. Thanks, yeah. I went for it. Anyway. You can curse if you want to curse. Oh, on this. okay, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> testing the boundaries. Yeah, just testing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was so much fun. Uh. It. Yeah, the Aparna, Aaron... Everybody was was so mm-hmm. much fun. Derek Katz, one oh, of my, my favorites. Oh my gosh, Derek Katz, one of my favorites. Incredible. Yeah. Oh wow. Nice. And such is a fun energy. Of, yes. You know, like a very ruckus crowd. Like yeah. it's like not even fair. Like you'll be like, oh yeah, last night I was just you know, on the web, and everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the first one, which was in January. Oh yeah. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm so excited to just like go and like, so it's going to be this big show and support my friends. And then there was like 200 people there. And I was like, they don't need me. Uh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> what makes it fun is there being like uh, comedians there. Yeah. I mean, in general, I think yeah. for a comedy show, it's like more fun that way. Sure. Not that I don't want other people there. No, of course you know, not. Of course not. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It keeps the energy honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like honest, but also like. They will laugh at everything you say. Oh, totally. I mean, this, this you, Maddie Fisher told this. Or no, it might have been you, actually. You told a story about meeting your boyfriend's parents. Yeah, that was And great. you said, I met his parents recently, and people went like, oh, boy. I know. I was like, <laughs> uh-huh, settle in. I was like, this audience is seeing a live show for the first time. <laughs> they think this whole idea is so cool. <laughs> it was great. It's such a, it's a very, like, special energy i feel like it, it has. is it's a really very very cool thing it is cool i think it's because like usually i mean you know usually it'll be like more of a male dominated thing especially totally. stand up so once you like don't have them on stage for some reason like even though there's tons of boys in the audience watching uh-huh. in, in the room and, and stuff it's like i don't know people tend to be like oh yeah we're free let's do it mm-hmm. and then people in the audience are like hi yeah they're free yeah. they're gonna do it. <laughs> I don't know. It is very special. I'm riding the wave, riding, riding totally. the high this morning. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the show came about, how long is the, has it been going on now? It's just like six or so months, right? Maybe about nine. Okay. Yeah. We started in August mm, of last gotcha. year. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So August will be our one year. And how, what was, the, what's the origin story? How does this come about? Okay. It's so, so interesting. <laughs> um, okay. Jesse Roth, yes. another SUP um, producer, host mm-hmm. person, uh, met, like we went to, get freaking hamburgers down down the road because we wanted to make a sketch like about called hoop girls or something like about wearing hoop earrings uh-huh. it never came to fruition <laughs> probably for the best um, you're just giving this idea away I on know, the air it, now but it, okay you sure everyone can take it i guess it's a gold <laughs> idea but we in the meantime we're like oh yeah yeah let's do it i also want to do she said something about like wanting to do a weekly open mic and mm-hmm. For women and I was like oh that would be fun and then that was pretty much we like brought free and Maddie and Stephanie like nice. we met up and that was it oh great that sounds super easy it was easy <laughs> <laughs> and the creek was it so the creek of the cave for those of you who don't know was like a is a, a, a is the stuff of legend oh, uh, yeah. in the New York comedy scene many many uh it's a venue it's a the rare venue that's like not a comedy club that celebrates the fact that it has comedy 
Like, like you go so in and all these Mindy Tucker photos are on the wall and it's like there's like a little theater and then there's the downstairs where you guys do the open mic and it's just like, oh, it's you're stepping into like this is where the greats, uh-huh. the greats walk. Yeah, right. All the greats. One time they one of the greats, was uh, TJ Miller, you know him from the show, yeah, the yeah. TV show. We like have the weekly open mic and then one day the day of they were like, sorry, we canceled your mic for tonight. TJ Miller's going to do 30 minutes. I was oh like, God. OK, freak. Wow. You know, <laughs> they got to wow. get their comics in. I guess so. Yeah, they take care of their own there. Oh, they've got to. Yeah. You know. It's it, Creek is cool. That was also really easy. We just emailed them and they were like, okay. <laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> okay, cool idea. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead and do it. Unless TJ is coming. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we reserve the right to cancel the mic if TJ Miller decides he wants to perform right. here. We're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this is the only place he's deciding to perform right now. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> anyway, you, you, despite having a long and, and storied career as a, as an improviser at a number of theaters across this great nation. Oh yeah. Or, or you're fairly new to stand up. Is that fair to it's say? It's true. Yeah. Yeah. How have you been finding the transition? Oh, I adore it. <laughs> <laughs> Was, well, great. It's fabulous. No, I do like it. I, I always have been like, I will never do stand up. I can't do it. Oh, interesting. Like really was like, I would be too bad at it. Yeah. But um, maybe after doing comedy for long enough, I just don't care as much if I'm bad at it. So I'm like, yeah, let's just give it a go. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I think it's, I've heard other improvisers say something just like, yeah, my New Year's resolution this year is to like try stand up once. And I was like, you You've been on stage for, for eight years. Right. Like, just do it. <laughs> yeah. I know. There is, I mean, it's, it is so different than, than improv, I guess. Totally. Like, you know, and improv is like, improv is such a, <laughs> and when I talk about improv, I have to be, you know. Yeah, you have to affect this voice every time. <laughs> you know, improv. It, I don't know. It's different. And, and it's like a team sport thing. Mm. You have all this, this these rules to hide behind or not hide behind but you know like feel safe in and sure. lean into or whatever and stand up doesn't have that but it's been really fun and freeing especially mm. with like this community of like of the sub people it's like oh, yeah. feels like because there's like kind of no indie community there is but it's hard with improv in new york mm. so like finding that space to like experiment with improv is hard because mm. there's not like one venue that you can keep showing up to and see people yeah I found that stand up is a good way to to do that. Totally. Yeah. I feel like it's indicative kind of of the changes in the the scene in the city yeah. as the years have gone on, you know, it's just like as people get pushed out of Manhattan into Brooklyn, yeah. uh everything just gets more spread out yeah. by necessity. Right. Uh, which is a thing, you know, I'm mad I didn't get to have. I didn't I get know. to have Manhattan everybody living on top of each other. I you know. know, walk down to Rafifi, see three shows back to back. Right. <laughs> and then get a pizza and be at the McManus exactly. until 2 a.m. Yeah. Or probably they were there later than 2 a.m. Probably. Yeah. But, but, you know, it seems like, Juliet, the city is changing. You know, Colby, the city uh, is changing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Every day. Did you have, like, did you, like, have a romantic idea of New York before you moved here? Because I definitely did. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I was a fool. Yeah, same. Like, my, so I moved here. When I was 18 at first, like for college. Oh, sure. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But I only was here for a year. And oh, then gotcha. I moved back to Austin, like transferred schools. Cool. Mostly because I got hit so hard with uh, what New York is compared to what I thought it was. Oh, yeah. It's like I thought I would be on Broadway or something, despite like not doing musical theater. Yeah. You know, you get here and everyone's like, finally, we have an actress. Right. 
<laughs> and I'm like, okay, Barbara Streisand, okay. <laughs> and it was not that. It was like, oh, I have like no money and, I, and, I'm, and I'm really depressed, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I remember visiting when I was 16 with my choir because I was nice. like into, you know, pretty into choir. And we like took a bus tour. Oh, and wow. I was like, like everybody is somebody. I want to be a part of the scene, a part of the tapestry. Oh my god! And I like could not wait to move up here and moved up here. I was like, oh, oops, yikes! <laughs> <laughs> but moving back up the second time, more recently, uh, was like m- less of a. I mean, definitely with comedy, still there was like a romantic idea. Oh sure, of yeah. like underground indie shows or whatever. Mm. But the city itself, I was a little more like, yeah, okay. Now, did you was were you like more hesitant the second time just because you'd had this this dose of it? I guess. Um, I was pretty amped the second time. I okay. like missed it a mm. lot when I moved back to Austin, which I was like, okay, like, mm-hmm. that's a good sign, despite all of the like depression that I felt, which I think was just like being eighteen, like leaving home. And, oh yeah, you yeah. know, like being growing up in Austin, like with the same people my whole life, and then like you know being like, oh, I'm, I'm. I make friends so easily and it's like oh it's because you uh were born with these people like (laughs) i had never actually made friends before (laughs) you know and then you got here where no one wants to be friends for any reason no no way (laughs) i was like oh i'm like pretty shy it turns out it's like get the fuck out of my way right (laughs) no i hear that for sure i think i I can't imagine having moved here when i was 18 yeah it feels like a lot to process yeah. All at once. I mean, it's a lot to process whenever you move here at any age. It was crazy. I was like living in Manhattan. Uh-huh. The people that in, were like the dorms in the dorms. Yeah, yeah. And the people who were in my dorms were really nice people, but they were all from like California, like uh, from what what is it called? Like outside Marin, outside of San Francisco. Oh, sure. Just like a pretty wealthy area. And they were like all pretty wealthy. Like and they all like looked 22 mm-hmm. or 24, you know, and like. I looked like not even 18, you know, like and I was trying to hang around with them. They were like just walking into bars, you uh-huh. know, like just buying drinks. And I yeah. was like, I have two dollars and they won't <laughs> let me in. anyway. Yeah. It was definitely like out of my element. <laughs> yeah. You're getting carded at like R-rated movies. No, for stuff. sure. Yeah. Oh, I was like not trying to go to the R-rated movies. <laughs> no, too racy. Too racy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Can't handle the violence. No, 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 no. I don't want pop out scenes. Now there is one thing, Juliet. Yes. That I know that you love. Yes. And that is the Netflix drama series. Yep. The Crown. The Crown. Yeah. Because you and I did a show that yes. Matt Strickland hosted mm-hmm. called Superfan, uh-huh. and uh, your set was very funny. <laughs> Thank <laughs> and you. And you talked about The Crown. <laughs> oh, I love The Crown. Do you like period dramas in general, or is it just The Crown that just really, <sighs> really hits you? Yeah. I love period dramas. Me too. Yeah. I, I don't watch them all anymore, but like once I get into it, mm-hmm. I'm into it. You know, I didn't get into Boardwalk Empire. You know, me neither. Which is weird. Like I wa- watched an episode or two mm-hmm. and I was like, mm. yeah, you know, mm. yeah, it's Steve Bashimi. Bashimi. Yeah. Bashimi. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, he's great. Yeah. You know. Steve Bashimi, the firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Do you know the story about him? That, no. Uh, he was like a volunteer. Not maybe not a volunteer fire. He was a firefighter of in some capacity for what? like many years when he was 
a young man. And whenever uh, 9-11 happened, he like went back and volunteered with his old unit. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love him. I know. I love Steve Buscemi. Love, Bu- love Buscemi. Buscemi. Hate that show. Just hate boardwalk. I, I thought when you were talking about the firefighter, maybe he, that was something he did in the show. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that shit was boring to me. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't. There's, the pilot's like ninety minutes long. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's very moody. Moody boys drinking beer. Yeah, illegally. Yeah. That like, being said, Mad Men. Oh, I love Mad Men. Mad Men's good. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big fan. Big big fan. Yeah. Huge. Huge huge huge. Yeah. Whoops. I don't know. I love it. And 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 I haven't really felt a a connection to a show like that until The Crown. Oh really? Like, okay. Yeah. I'm in it. No yes. matter how slow the episode, like, here we go. Mm-hmm. I, fe- I feel, I mean, well, period piece wise. Definitely. You know, Definitely. Like there's been other shows, but it's been other shows. <laughs> but I love The Crown. The first season, I was like, oh, okay, this is sort of boring. The second uh-huh. season, I was like, oh my God, I love it. Yeah. Claire Foy, man. Yeah. Claire Foy is really good. I know. I'm. They're replacing her. Next You're season. kidding me. Why? Oh, because it's jumping forward in time, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Lame. I like. am not going to be nice about the new actress. <laughs> Is Claire Foy doing this movie Unsane? Is that her? What? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I saw her in a trailer. I was like, uh-huh. what? What is this? Where she's like going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I got to look this up. Yeah, I look it up. up now. Unsane I mean, trailer. I'm glad she's working. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Say for me booted her yes okay so this is her this the the description for this movie on wikipedia is as follows hold on okay Okay. sawyer valentini relocates from boston to pennsylvania to escape from the man who's been stalking her for the last two years Mm. while consulting with a therapist valentini Mm. Valentini, unwittingly signs in for a voluntary 24-hour commitment to the highland creek behavioral center doesn't sound voluntary her stay at the facility soon gets extended when doctors and nurses begin to question her sanity. Sawyer now believes that one of the staffers is her stalker, and oh. she'll do whatever it takes to stay alive and fight her way out. Oh, cool. Girl power. Yeah, totally. Awesome. I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah. I hope she'll have yeah. the same accent. Let's go opening night. <laughs> yeah. Let's Let's on go. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday night premiere. Yeah. Everyone will be there. Probably. Yeah. Oh, everybody who's anybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to see the big, big Do you go to midnight out. movies ever? Hell no. Yeah. I hate being up that late for a movie. Yeah. I worked at Nighthawk yes. for a long yes. time. Uh, In Williamsburg. Yeah. Great, great place. Great place. And they do a lot. A lot, lot of movies, a lot of midnight movies. Mm-hmm. So I'd work the midnight movies there angrily. Yeah. Usually. And then sometimes once or twice, like watched the movie. Uh-huh. By then I was like too drunk. Like I like, yeah. tried to figure out a way to stay awake that like in Williamsburg, uh-huh. you know, so I'd be like drunk and <laughs> eating like a full hamburger at like 1 a.m. <laughs> and like being like, oh, great. Yeah. I feel like a midnight, anytime I've gone to one, I, it's the thing I want to like so badly. Right. And then I go and either there's like nobody there. Yeah. And I fall asleep yeah. midway, even if it's a movie I love, right. I, like we'll fall asleep. Or it's people who are way too into the movie and it's like cult following. Yeah. And uh, I don't like that either. I know. It's it's never quite the right vibe no. I've found. No. People are usually like, I mean, serving it was like the worst. Yeah. I was like, you guys are grownups. Like, what is going on? Like, you guys are so stoned. Like, I feel <laughs> like I'm your third grade teacher. Like, being like, hey, guys, can I see your ticket? And yeah. Like, oh. 
or what? Oh yeah, my uh, my pot. I'm like, no, you can't have that in the theater. <laughs> Don't hand that to me. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's the thing on paper that should be like the greatest thing. It's like you go out and then it's like, hey, look, they're playing Rocky Four at, at right. midnight. You're <laughs> Let's like, go tight. swing by and cheer the whole thing on. And then you get there, <laughs> you go through the whole process of like getting your ticket and everything. You sit down, and you're like, oh, I should not have sat I, down. I, I'm here. I'm committed for like. <laughs> Three hours. Yes. <laughs> like the trains aren't going to be running when I'm done. Yeah. Now what Nighthawk does is they do the the brunch movie, the yeah. like the like eleven o'clock brunch movie. That is more That's more my speed. More my speed as yeah. well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not that I like really go to them because you know it's an eleven a.m. movie, but like I have and I've enjoyed mm-hmm. them a lot. I went to the Harry Potter one. Oh, very that they nice. Do. Yeah. Ooh, that was so much fun, especially because yeah. like. I think it's the audience. It's like a lot of kids a yeah. lot of times for brunch, which is mm-hmm. like probably for servers, like just as annoying as Stony Baloney's at midnight. But yeah. like, no, I don't really think so. It's like pretty cute. They're like cheering it on, you oh, know, yeah. like watching Harry Potter on the big screen for the first time. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter is one of those things that's like a it just will never Kids will never stop loving it. I hope so. Uh, like, cause, like I work at this after school program now, oh, and cool. uh, the minute they hear about it or like read the book or whatever for the first time, they're just in it so with both feet. There's still like lots of kids are reading. Oh, Harry totally. Potter. Oh, that's absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, there are a couple big things that have, seem to have never gone away in the past twenty years. Okay. Harry Potter is one. Okay. Pokemon is another. Okay. Uh, really, just the 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 Mario family of of games like yeah, yeah, like Donkey Kong and uh wow. Zelda and that kind of stuff. That's so funny. Those are things that like I feel like probably kids like millennials hold on to so hard as like oh, yeah. hours or something and it's like, oh no, probably yeah. not. This whole new generation is like <laughs> actually <toys> and stuff. <laughs> actually we like it now. <laughs> and why shouldn't we? You're like, yeah. okay, good point. Yeah. Pokemon is the one for me that I was just like, I can't believe this is still still going on. No. I loved no. Pokemon. Oh, same. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't I didn't like play the cards really or anything. But no. like I had all the figurines. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. I would like set them up in my room uh-huh. and, and like give them little beds and stuff. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. I liked <laughs> dolls and stuff. Yeah. Beanie Babies. You going all in on your Beanie Baby collection? I didn't collection? go all in with Beanie yeah. Babies. I liked them all a lot. My yeah. my neighbor across the street, Lillian, had mm-hmm. a lot of Beanie Babies, so I would go and enjoy her collection. Yeah. But I didn't really. I honestly, even as a kid, was like, they're a little bit tacky. <laughs> <laughs> I had like tiny Pokemon figurines all around my room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it was the Beanie Babies where you like, drew the line. I just feel those are a bit. Mm. Uh, I can't be into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Guys, if you're if you're going all in on your Beanie Baby collection, you can give us a call at 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. Let's uh let's get those calls in. Yeah, get, get them those in calls here. In. Juliet, here's something that's been on my mind. Okay. Lately. So you got pop music, right? Oh yes. Love it. Love it. Big fan of it. Yeah. I realized the other day yeah. that I hear my entire exposure to the top 40 mm-hmm. is when I'm at the grocery store. Yeah. And I said this in conversation a couple nights ago. And then I thought, are you 80 years old? <laughs> yeah. So my question for you is, how do I stop being like this? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to me with this. <laughs> well, 
You've got to keep grocery shopping. Yes, that's you important. Know, yeah. Keep that baseline. That's I'm not going to go day. to Amazon. You no, know. no, no, no. Spotify, Discover, uh-huh. Pop. I don't know. Oh, that's top, good. Top tunes. Yeah. Then you're doing it in private. Huh? Then you're doing it in private. Yes, exactly. Hearing, yeah. hearing the music. Yeah. Then <laughs> I'm not bebopping down the, <laughs> yeah. the lines. <laughs> also, here's the truth of the matter. What they play at the grocery store is not even good stuff. It's oh. really B okay. pop, in my opinion. Okay. There's a fine line. You know, there's like Beyonce, you know, who's like, and like, like, you know, Lady Gaga or whatever, like, you know, Selena Gomez. They're the like, big names. The big names. They're like our A's, like they're top, they're A students. They're like top tier. That's great music. Yeah. Everyone will love it. You uh-huh. know, even if they don't know they love it at first. But then you've got like. I want to say Ed Sheeran or something like people you don't even know, but it's like yeah. just like the same. It is like the pop beat. Yes. I think that's what they play at the grocery store. I've definitely heard Shape of You at the grocery store, maybe more than any other song. How does that go? It's the one that's like, I'm in love with the shape of you. you. I hate that song. I hate it, too. Mostly because the idea of Ed Sheeran as a lover is repulsive to me. Yeah. And, ugh. <laughs> Yikes. Ugh. Oh, my God. You know, he made a cameo on Game of Thrones. Yes, I know that. I, I I didn't know. I don't really know what he looks like, but I was like, why is this guy getting so much screen time? Yeah. Like, he must. He's going to kill somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nothing happened. And they were like, oh, that was Ed Sheeran. I was like, what? I hate that guy. <laughs> it was like I was like watching it because it was like the premiere episode of last season that he was on. Yeah. I was like watching this big group and he like. There's, he like dramatically <laughs> turns around and looks at the camera, and I was everyone was just like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is why you have a viewing party. Yes, so people can have that reaction. We have a we have a caller on the line, Juliet. Oh, shit, caller, you're on the air with me and Juliet Prather. Uh, hey, Colby. <laughs> hey, it's who's Bono. this? Why did you what? It's Bono. Yeah, it's Bono. Oh, it's Bono. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah. caller. Cool. Hello, Howard. Hey. Uh, I just, uh, I didn't want to call right away, but uh, just what you got, that crack earlier about bringing everything on stage, mm-hmm. it really turned off my viewing, my listening experience, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. It, it really, it really, it really poisoned the well of this, of this episode of YPR for me. Oh, you know, I've been so just doing for the last half hour. Do you, do you listen so every week? Well. Bono? Colby, I... I, 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 Yes! (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, I... Yes! What do you mean? We talk about this all the time. You know, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I just wanted you to say it for the listeners, because they wouldn't believe me if I said it. I love... My name is Bono. I don't have a last name. Yeah. And I love... Colby Smith, a young person's radio. I just, I love it so much. Man, I'm sorry, Bono. I, that was such a rude thing I said about not it leaving was, it all it on was, stage. It was, it was, it was, it just felt like a, like yeah. a hot shot, and I get it. Like, yeah, it, I was nervous. It, it, it's, you punch up when, yeah. you, when you're nervous. Yeah. Now, everyone sort of, no one's gonna come after you for coming after the king, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, and I knew, I can I be honest, Bono, I was like, who can I mess with right now who could never falter you know like if i mess with bono we're he's okay because you're the king uh, i just want you to try to understand what a kind of what a damaging mindset that can be 
Okay. You know, no one's impervious to, to emotional barbs. But Bono, the, right. the Bono. most important person in alternative music it's... in 2018. Okay, well, what I want to ask you is, is this the first time you've ever heard someone make fun of you? You're, you're Bono. You guys, those, yeah. Well, well, I mean, yeah. Everyone's always really nice to me all the time. And they also respect my work. Yeah. They respect um, you, your philanthropy. Pre-Joshua you know, Tree all the way to, um, uh-huh. you know, the one I did recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that was automatically put on everybody's iPhone. You remember that one? Exactly. That's, oh, man. The that one that was, one was forced upon us by a corporation? Did you like that album, That was probably Bono? my, oh, my no. greatest act of philanthropy was saving everyone the trouble yeah. of going to Best Buy. Uh-huh. Buy that album. Yeah. You get it right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Thank you guys for being so cool. But I feel a lot. I was very tense. Yeah. I was very tense. Well, People look, I'm glad we could talk you down. Relaxing. Yeah, don't worry. It's kind of fun. Anything you want to plug while you're on the air, Bono? Yeah, any shows? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I got a new album coming out. Ooh. Oh, wow. What's, okay. it, what's it to be called? Yeah, it'll it comes preloaded on any Zoom you might buy. Uh, <laughs> it's called uh, any you know, Zoom. <laughs> what? Any? Do they still make the Zoom? Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. I guess you would know better they're, than me. They can't. They can't make them fast enough. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, that's true, Bono. I don't have a. I have a Pono. I have Neil Young's uh, high quality audio device. Yeah, yeah. I. I just have. A ponio, like the like the fish. No, it's 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 pono. Pono, like Bono. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Bono, pono. Bono doesn't have a pono. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you don't have a pono. You and Neil Young hate each other, right? I have a zoom. I have a zoom. Yeah, me and Neil Young, we're not friends. <laughs> you need to work on that because I think you and Neil are two good guys. And have more we make in common very, than you very think. dissimilar music. Not at the core. Yeah. They're both absolutely yeah. absolutely at the core. Yeah. What's the difference between you and Neil Young at yeah. the core? Uh, I don't know. Neil stuff's a lot of navel gazing, you know what I mean? Oh. It's a lot of sort of it's a lot of looking inward yeah. to a point where it just sort of becomes uh, you know, it, right. it, 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 not redundant, but just you know, uh, there's there's a whole there's a lot of stuff happening outside the world. You know uh-huh. that that music has the power to tackle and conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a long period of time where people weren't wearing T-shirts that had words that contained the word "red" in them in, in, in parentheses. That's true. Uh, you did that. Right. You fixed that. Yeah, you two did that. That was awesome from American Idol. Yeah. Started that on American Idol. Mm-hmm. I See? remember. See? It, it is good. American Idol. I'm sorry. I can't hear you guys super well. I'm on a bus. Oh, you're on a, are you on a tour bus? <laughs> no, it's a reg- regular. <laughs> it's a regular city bus. So right now, Bono's on a city bus listening to his favorite radio show <laughs> and just stewing about me and made fun of on a Sunday morning. Well, yeah. I don't know. I still got, I, I get upset over what I hear on the radio, but I still have the life to live. And, I mean, it's not a tour bus, but 
I mean, anything busted. The tour bus, if you play a music show before you get on it and one after you get on it, you know? So true. I'm writing that down. <laughs> one of the many yeah. wise things. Pilots. Well, careful, because it's one of the lyrics from this new Zuno. <laughs> <laughs> and I will come after you like a fucking hawk. Yeah. The Bono estate is very litigious. I know. <laughs> Bono, could you, but real quick before I let you go, could could you share any other, uh, just like a tease of the new album for listeners? I mean, this is a, this is a radio station after all. This could be a, a yeah. YPR exclusive. Sure, sure, sure. So you go, so you turn on the album, you you flip on your Zoom, mm-hmm. you wait five minutes for it to warm up, for it to run its opening programs, uh, uh-huh. for the welcome screen to appear. You open up your program, play music. You open up. Uh, the YouTube section of that. Yeah. Uh, you hit play, and then you you know you wait a little bit for it to warm up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know you start hearing these opening bars, and they're like, uh, and that's bothering people on this bus. So I'm gonna stop that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't want a free show. And if you thought that sounded good just being just out of my mouth, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who's you, we got The Edge, and he's playing it on Love on guitar. Edge. Yeah. Great. You know? Yeah. It sounds really good. He's really good at the guitar. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, uh, I can't wait to buy a Zune and uh, check this out in a couple months. Yeah. See y'all live. See you well, yeah, leave it all on the stage. Zoom. You're going to have to get the subscription system. You're going to have to buy it. a special <laughs> charger. Uh I hope you have one of those uh, an electric outlet converter because it's only available in Europe. So you're going to have to get something that converts your uh, yeah. Oh, I your plugs into European plugs. Wow, I mean, you're asking a lot, Bono. But uh, you know what? For you, I'll do anything. I mean, don't think of it for me. I mean, it's just an investment in yourself, man. Okay, fair enough, Bono. <laughs> I tell the kids to these underserved schools that I go to. Wait, what? You tell them what? Well, I go to I go I do assemblies in these underserved schools, and yes. I tell them, "Hey, I'm doing the investment in you." <laughs> I lo- I bet they eat that up. They love oh, that. They love it. They're like, finally, <laughs> finally, an adult man telling me what to do. Yeah, man, that sounds liberating. They don't get it. Yeah. Oh, Bono, it was really nice to talk to you. We'll, we'll uh, talk again soon, yeah, I hope. Yeah, it... Super great time. <laughs> what, are you tired? Oh, get, you know, get off my phone. This guy, Bono, <laughs> he's gone. He's gone? Yeah. Bye-bye, no, Bono. Bono. That, nice of him to call, though. That was really nice of Bono to call, even though he was sad at first. Yeah, I'll say this. The only, uh, if you two sounded like this, I'd be into it. Okay. Right? I heard this at the grocery store. Is this second tier pop? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, it is, but I like it. <laughs> This is a this is a lyric video and all the na na na's are represented. Oh wow. This is the greatest song ever written. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) 
Oh, Ed Sheeran. Can you, is Ed Sheeran the most unlikely pop star in 2018? Didn't he date Taylor Swift? Well. Oh, no, Calvin Harris. Yes, she Cal- dated Calvin Harris. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, they they toured together, um, but as far as we oh, know, never okay. dated. Okay. Yeah, Ed Sheeran is an unlikely candidate for yeah. pop star. Yeah, yeah. Because he's kind of funny looking. He's very funny looking. You know, and he's just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. He's like us. He's like Bruce Springsteen. He's just like Bruce. <laughs> Funny looking, one just of the like people. <laughs> Imagine Bruce Springsteen singing Shape of You. I could probably do it like really sad and really great. Yeah. You yeah. know, you'd be like, wow. Yeah. Bed sheets do smell like her. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he would tell like a long story yeah. before before the, th- the, the thing started. He would just be like, back in Freehold, New Jersey. Yeah. And, uh, this. I had these bed sheets that always <laughs> yeah. smelled like my ex-girlfriend before I met Patty. Right. Oh, my God. I love Patty. Yo, I love Patty. Yeah. Patty, too. Uh, Patty does guitar, right? Or yeah. she sings or something. She does both. Yeah. She sings and plays guitar. Okay. My boyfriend's mom mm-hmm. recently saw Bruce Springsteen. Really? At, at the Broadway show? No. Oh. Like in Massachusetts. Oh, cool. Something. Okay. And I shouldn't be telling her dirty laundry, mm. but she didn't like Patty. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wait, I think it was his mom who said it. It was a mom who told me this. Okay. A mom doesn't yeah. like Patty. Yeah. She was like, she just got it because she's his wife. And I was like, I don't know. I really don't know if that's true. Like, seems fair enough. He has a big band. It's just one more. Yeah. I, mean, I can't even notice up there. Yeah. You know? She was like, she should not be in the band. I well, was like, what is well, this? He's taking his wife on tour. With she's know, like, also a musician. Why not play? Right, and and you know he tours all the time. Yeah, if, if she's not doing it, they're to, they're not together. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's something to think about. I saw Bruce Springsteen the night before my senior prom. What uh, was my best friend in high school? Yeah, and uh, he said, "Patty's not here tonight. She sends her best because it's prom night, and my daughter's seventeen. Oh my god! Patty missed the show to take her daughter to prom. I mean, I love that." Isn't that great? I mean, that's fabulous. Also, and I was going to go to prom. What if you had accidentally gone with Bruce Springsteen's daughter? Wouldn't that be Patty's th- daughter? That would be nuts. Imagine yeah. Bruce Springsteen's daughter's date to prom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, he there's no way he doesn't know what he's doing. You know? Sure. Like he knows it's Bruce Springsteen's daughter. Right. How are you not terrified? Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. I mean, you know, it's got to be a regular schmo. Mm-hmm boy that she takes to yeah. prom, you know? Yeah. Somebody who, like, quietly and politely listens to Bruce Springsteen talk in his living room for, like, six yeah. hours. Yeah. Whatever you say, sir. Yeah. yeah. Please tell me more about the, God. the air conditioning right. unit in your household <laughs> right. when you were a kid. <laughs> he can talk about he can talk about anything yeah. forever. I know. And, like, I love it. Oh, same. Yeah. Oh. Don't get me wrong. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Please, listeners, know. We love Bruce. Oh, they know. They, 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 they've heard me mention him before. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Love it. I did a show in New Jersey this weekend. Oh, speaking of the mm, devil. That's right. Yeah. In Homedale, New Jersey. Okay. At a high school. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It was uh, our friend Matt Strickland's old high school. It was a fundraiser. Oh, wow. For their, like, arts education 
program. So did they like reach out to him? They were like, we're trying to do a benefit show or something. They well, his mom is like involved in local politics, I guess. Okay. So I think it was like an idea of hers. That's uh, so much fun. Yeah. What y'all do? We just stand up. Stand up. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Cool. I mentioned Meryl Streep in my set. Very cool. Because she is from New Jersey. Oh. Uh, and a guy in the back went, boo! Yeah, you got to have one. I thought it was the safest possible uh, uh, celebrity to reference. No, she's made a lot of enemies. I guess she has. <laughs> but apparently this guy uh, it was like a, he's like a Trump guy. Oh. Uh, so he just he only wants to hear about like Kelsey Grammer or something or like other Screw conservative celebrities. Grammer. <laughs> yeah, for real though. For real. Yeah. After he uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh. His ex-wife was one of them and he really? was the husband. Ooh. And she was the most hated Real Housewife of all time. She was like the biggest villain. Uh-huh. Whatever her name was, I can't even remember. Then Kelsey Grammer cheats on her. She shoots up to the most popular. Isn't Whoa. that crazy? So really, he ruined her life, but he did kind of help her. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> now, Kelsey Grammer sucks. Yeah. Uh, uh, hate Frasier. Uh. <laughs> you know, I've never seen a full Frasier. I would watch Will and Grace and then turn yeah. it off for Frasier. I after. feel like Frasier has been having this thing because John Mahoney just died. John Mahoney mm-hmm. was the dad on Frasier. I see. So and, it's uh, kind of a comeback. Yeah. And yeah. it's sort of having a comeback because people are so into lattes right now. You know? Uh-huh. It's just sort of... A Fraser thing. Is lattes are a Fraser thing? Yeah. They're in Seattle. Oh, sure. Okay. Which yeah. I thought they were in New York this whole time. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, New York's the place because Fraser's a coffee show and Fraser's in New York. So I was like, it's not in New York. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> it's just crazy to me that Fraser was a spinoff. It's like a, a, a spinoff of Cheers. Oh, that makes sense. He was like a character on Cheers, and they made this whole other show about him that ran for 10 years. So I never really saw Cheers. Was he mm. always, he was the same character. He was like a yeah. bougie, yeah. like uptight. And then they were like, wouldn't it be funny if we saw what he was up to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I do love popular. that. I mean, sure. I love a spinoff. Me too. Yeah. In theory, at least. Yeah. But yeah. usually they're not that successful. Not as successful as Frasier. No. Have you been watching the new Will and Grace? No, I have not. Me neither. But I never watched the old Will and Grace. So oh. I feel like I got to got to brush watch. up. It's so good. I would watch it with my little brother. Mm. An interesting show that we loved yeah. together. There is always kind of like a sitcom. Like I feel like Full House is kind of in that range, too, of just like yeah. family sitcoms from the 90s. Yeah. Where it's just like it. Your family just picks this one to see every episode every of. Every single one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was a, that was the one for us. Full House. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of Full House. My neighbor's family, that was theirs. Yeah. So I would go over there and watch a lot of Full House at their house. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 My family was more of like a growing pains. Oh, yes. Yeah. Step by step. Really just any family. Nick at Night. Yeah. Because uh, sh- like, they do all the old sitcoms after like 9 p.m. Yeah. You know Roseanne's back. I do know that Roseanne's I back. I forget. You don't, what you say like that. You don't like Roseanne. I never, done, well, Rover. I don't like Roseanne Barr, but I do mm-hmm. like John Goodman. I love John Goodman. Mm-hmm. I love that whole show. That was one as a kid. I was like, I shouldn't like this so much. <laughs> this is not, I'm not the audience. Yeah. Why do I love right. this? Because <laughs> I'm like, they love each other. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, that part's nice. What's her name? Uh, Frances McDonough. No, no, no. What is her name? She was in Lady Bird, the mom. Oh, Laurie Metcalf. Laurie Metcalf. Yes. I love her. Me too. And I wish she'd gotten the Oscar. Me too. Not that I, you know, that was a tough, tough category. Mm, yeah. Lots of, but I was like, God, she's great. That was the one that messed up my Oscar pool. 
Mm. My ballot. Yeah. Because I had her winning over Allison Janney. I thought she was going to win Drew. But, you know. Yeah. Kind of can't. Yeah. yeah. Juliet, we got it. We're in the back half of the show now. Oh, my gosh. The back little section. We're going to start wrapping things up. Oh, my goodness. We're going to close with a uh, a, a segment that is uh, is pulled from years of study oh of uh, the okay. finest interviewers in the in the business. Okay. Uh, uh, Terry Gross. Mm, love. And that's where the list ends. Okay. Fabulous. This is the section called the Young Persons Radio Guest Questionnaire. Okay. Series of questions. Okay. Beginning with, okay. who is an actor or actress who every time they come on screen, you go, oh, neat. Oh, my gosh. It must be, well, at this point. Okay, I'm going to say Elizabeth Moss. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is a very good answer. Love her. Next question. Okay. You are stricken ill. What show do you put on while you heal? Mm, yeah, it's going to be, mm, it's going to be, hmm, while I'm healing, 30 Rock. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a comfort show. It's very comforting. You know. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Next question. What's an internet trend that drives you nuts? Oh, God. An internet trend that drives me nuts. Yeah. Like hashtag adulting or something. Yeah, that might be the one. <laughs> it, hmm. I think I, hmm. Hashtag adulting is pretty bad. Is it, is it bad to say I hate it when my family members post really conservative stuff? Oh no, I <laughs> that's think a that trend. Definitely, definitely qualifies as an internet trend. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm pretty into most of the trends. Okay, yeah. I'm sort of like, these are crazy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Let, them, let the kids Juliet's on Twitter just being like, squad is bae. Yeah, squad is bae. <laughs> if that ain't true, I don't know what is. <laughs> Can I just, just, since we're talking about uh, um, uh, family members posting yeah. things on, uh, uh, my dad, who I know is listening, has, I think, the ideal uh, Facebook presence for, uh, for a parent, oh, which yeah. is he will post articles that he reads. None of them are about politics. But he works at, at a college, so they are all from the Chronicle of Higher Education. Oh, man. So it's like. <laughs> so it's like all these other family members just being like, can you believe Hillary Clinton isn't in prison? And then my dad's like, the MLA conference needs to be revamped. And you're like, right on, dude. <laughs> it does need it's to be revamped. It's a tired format. It is. <laughs> it makes me very happy. Love you, dad. You're out there. Love you, dad. Next question. Okay. If uh, you you a documentary watcher? Oh, hell yeah. If you could recommend a doc for people to watch tonight, what would it be? Okay. L- good question. Good question. I say stick with a s- classic Blackfish because it gets mm. better every time. You've watched it more than once? I've watched it two times. Okay, wow. Okay. Actually, it wasn't as good the second time. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Actually, you can't trust anything I say. <laughs> I immediately take it back. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good film. So freaking. If you haven't, all I'm saying is if you haven't seen it, if yeah, you need to. You, I mean, it's your duty as a citizen. Yeah, if you've seen it before, then you know, watch something new. I don't know something else, like mm-hmm. Hot Girls Wanted or something. I don't. Yeah, know. I haven't yeah. seen it. But. I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. But I have seen Blackfish and very upsetting. So upsetting. Next question. Next question. This is the final question. Okay. I was once moved to tears mm-hmm. by the Bruce Springsteen song, Born in the USA. Yeah. 
What is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry? Oh, my God. This is my favorite question. Okay, this is something stupid. I once was drinking and I watched, I don't know how I ended up here, but I was in my bed on watching on my phone um, the 1999 VH1 Saves the Music Diva special with like Celine Dion, uh-huh. uh, Mariah Carey, Aretha Franklin, uh, a, a couple others, like there were five divas Uh they would each come out sing a song i watched the entire thing the full hour and a half with announcers like with with people being like who our next performer is Uh and like commercials it was like clinton era and i cried through the whole thing like fully and was like uh like there was one part they all came out and sang you we got you got a friend oh wow yeah uh like together like like the the randy newman the, that song or the, uh, Car- the 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 oh carol king yes, yeah yes, who yes, came yes. she was oh, a surprise awesome. diva yeah which was amazing and she was like this is why you write songs oh wow so they can sing them and i was like weeping oh. like no one was in my room i yeah. think about that a lot <laughs> i mean that doesn't sound i guess that doesn't sound dumb to me <laughs> it was just really nice. I, like seriously on my phone yeah in the dark drunk yeah i was like juliet we gotta get better (laughs) and this happened uh, two nights ago (laughs) like a month ago (laughs) yeah it's uh people usually say like music stuff like that yeah that's just like music's moving it is you know that's the dang truth of it yeah i definitely have cried like great british baking show oh where i'm like come on Mm -hmm. like people will be like i did the bake and i'm like like touch my face i'm like i'm weeping yeah you did you did it you did do the face. you're awesome good job <laughs> like anytime somebody like loses on a reality tv show and has like a kind of positive spin about it i will cry yeah, yeah. you know if they're like well you know it's for, like they didn't choose me and give me a rose so, but, you know they're just choosing someone else yeah. that's all it is and i'm like brave yeah <laughs> <laughs> well juliet uh, this hour flew by. Yeah. I'm so glad you got to come and do the show, especially after the show last night. Oh, yes. Uh, everybody check out SUP on Tuesdays at 8 at the Creek. You got to do it. Um, anything else? Uh, should people find you on on, uh, on uh, Twitter? You know, yeah, I have a Twitter, but I got to be honest, it's pretty bad. <laughs> All right. Not, not too funny on there. It's Jabba, <laughs> Jabba the Hub if you want to follow it. <laughs> Could you? I bet it'd be more fun if I had more followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you feel like you have to, to deliver for them. Yeah, that's yeah. Java so the Hub. Everybody check out at Java the Hub on yeah. Twitter and uh, it's up on Tuesdays. Uh, we'll be back next week where our guest will be Tom McDonald. This has been Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Stick around for Point of Order coming up in a few moments. In the meantime, we're going to go out to a song from the new Titus Andronicus album. This is Above the Bodega from a uh, Productive Cough on Merge Records, which is going to play as soon as this ad for the new Pacific Rim movie is over in another 10 seconds. And I'm going to keep talking about how much I love Titus Andronicus, and I think the new album is really good. And you're going to hear the song... I can't believe it. It is on. Sometimes it doesn't work. But it works. Juliet, thanks again. Thank you. Stick around, everybody. One, two. I can keep a secret from my mama. I can keep a secret from my papa.